Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening, and um, thanks for coming to Life Coach Radio Network. This is Nikki Tobias. Um, I'm one of the newer hosts on the channel, and um, I'm glad you're joining me today. Um, we're actually going to have a show today that um, does some business coaching for a nonprofit that I, I know of with a, a friend and colleague of mine. Um, but before we get into that, uh, let's be clear about how maybe you can reach the show and you can be in touch with me. Um, I am a life and career and business coach uh, through Grounded Vision Coaching, so you can be in touch with me on Facebook at Grounded Vision or on Twitter at Grounded Vision. You can also email me at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, at GroundedVisionCoaching.com. I'd love some feedback, some questions, uh, just some interaction. You know, you can always listen to these shows on blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes, so uh, you can subscribe to the channel there, which is awesome, and we would love for you to review our shows and and to share them with your uh, friends, family, and colleagues, so I hope that you'll do that. Now, I would like my friend, uh, Debbie, to introduce herself and the nonprofit that she is representing. So, Debbie, can you tell everybody who you are, who you're with, and how anybody could reach or support you? Absolutely. Good morning, everyone. My name is Debbie Gorey with AdventureBags.org or AdventureBags, Inc. Uh, You can get in touch with us at 678-425-0316. Or email me, Debbie, at AdventureBags.org. And how do you spell Debbie, just in case uh, somebody else thinks of it differently? That's true. It's D-E-B-B-I-E. At AdventureBagsInc.org, you said? Nope. AdventureBags.org. Great. So Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E, at AdventureBags.org. So can you tell us a little bit more about the agency and about your role in it? Absolutely. Uh, We are a not-for-profit, meaning everyone that works, including myself, uh, volunteers with Adventure Bags, and no one gets paid. We, uh, what we do is we help a child, we help children in crisis. Uh, very quickly, to put you in perspective of what we're looking or what we do, imagine yourself as a child, and all of a sudden you have a stranger coming in your room and uh, telling you to hurry up and get out, and you have to hurry up and get out because maybe there's a fire or something's going on, and you run out with nothing but the clothes on your back and not even time to grab your favorite toy or, or stuffed animal. That's where Adventure Bags comes in. We work with various agencies, servicing agencies, like the fire department, police department, 
um, defects, uh, domestic violence shelters, etc., helping these kids by providing them with a book bag filled with the essentials you use every day, comfort items, and always stuffed animals. So that's how we know each other, actually, right? Because I had run a domestic violence program and shelter, a nonprofit, and um, you know, so we were in a lot of the same circles. And you helped some of the kids that that had come to our program. Can you tell us a little bit about the kinds of things? I know you just said a stuffed animal in a book bag. What else is typically in that bag that you oh, would collect as donations? Oh, okay. What we have, we, everything you use from head to toe every day. You wash your hair, wash your body, brush your hair, and brush your teeth. And with uh, with washing your body, you have to have uh, some sort of uh, puff or washcloth. All those items are going to be in there. Those are necessities, okay? And if you're an older teen, uh, because we do to up to 18, you have uh, the deodorant and um, sanitary uh, items for the females. Um, so, uh, and also there's going to be books. There's going to, uh, I'm sorry, books, um, an activity. It might be a uh, crossword puzzle. It might be a checkerboard game in there. It might be Sudoku. It, it's going to have some sort of activity in there age-related. Uh, it might be a baby doll for the toddlers in there. Uh, and also uh, going to have, um, excuse me, we're trying to implement having in every bag blankets and um, uh, flashlights. And these are very specific because they have to be careful of age appropriate. Um, and then, again, always a stuffed animal in every bag from infant to teenager or twain teen is what we call them, up to 18. So it sounds like you're always accepting donations of toothpaste, toothbrushes, um, deodorant, as you said, soap, shampoo, blankets, stuffed animals, books, other smaller kids' activities that would fit in a book bag, the book bags themselves. Exactly. Um, anything like that, you you are collecting those things bagging them into book bags that are age-appropriate, and then storing all of the stuff and the bags to be able to dole out at a moment's notice. Is that accurate? Uh, well, to be yes, to be able to send out to the agencies. Every agency, okay. we're in 88 counties now, and every agency uh, that is uh, in our group at this point uh, they go online and they fill out uh, a needs list. They need bags, need more bags. Every one of them start out with a set of bags being uh, five of each gender and each uh, being infant or gender uh, being uh, male and female, as well as the um, infant, toddler, five to nine, and teen twain. So they get a set of 40 bags. When they need extras, um, they, and I always tell them, don't run low, because if you run low, I can't get them to you that fast. You know, right. I have a state promise turnaround for them to get their things. So uh, we're constantly getting orders. Um, and actually, to this year alone, we've already supplied more than 1,500 bags. 
Wow. So yeah. it would be, as you said, the, the domestic violence programs and shelters, the fire departments, um, they're named different things, different places, but something along the, the lines of Children's Protective Services or the Department of Family and Children's Services, those types of agencies would be in contact with your not-for-profit and say, we're running low on boys' bags preteen. And then you all would work to collect those items, put those bags together, and uh, deliver them to that agency. Uh, basically, yes. Uh, we always try to have a set of bags already filled and ready to go at a moment's notice um, or, you know, within a couple of days to get out. Because like this week, we already have, um, oh gosh, well, I had to count in my head and now it's gone. Uh, I believe it's almost 200 bags that need to go out again this week to various counties from wow. uh, three different agencies. Okay, and tell us then your role in the agency and maybe any sort of hierarchy or organizational chart that you have. Certainly. Okay, we do have, we are a 501c3. I do want to throw that out there. Um, but um, we, I did, I do, sorry, I do have a board, or we do have a board, and it's, um, uh, I have an admin. Um, and what she does, Sherry Dickens, what she does is she helps with the uh, website and any letters that need to be written or in maintaining um, the uh, website as far as, you know, keeping up your domain payments and all that kind of stuff. Um, and she's always there for um, any sounding board that I might need. We also have, she's kind of like my right arm when it comes to that. Um, and, we, and we have um, uh, a, an executive board, if you will. Uh, Joe, uh, many of you may know Joe Real from Bentley's Butcher Shop here in Winder. He is also on our board, and he is always looking for ways to fundraise and raise money. Uh, I, he's my go-to for a business to throw off because sometimes I forget I have to answer to other people because I've done this for so long. And it's not necessarily answer, it's getting advice. Tell me what your thoughts are. You know, and uh, we also have uh, marketing. Uh, Melissa Phillips, uh, uh, who her sister was a foster child and she became very passionate about this when we were put together, um, and she said it's it's personal to me to make sure that people understand and to get the word out. So she worked hard at keeping that together for us and trying to help market. And then we also have our volunteer coordinator, uh, Stephanie Campbell, and what she does is she helps uh, coordinate with all the volunteers that come in and working, uh, putting the bags together or uh, we have a lot of scout troops or uh, church groups or women's groups that like to come in, but what they want to do is, is put together a donation drive first, which is awesome, and then come in and stuff the bags. She helps coordinate all that. And um, what I'm doing, and there's many, many other key people, trust me, but what I do is I'm doing the books, I'm doing... Um, 
the networking, if you will. People still do want to see me come out and speak to them. I, I doing a speaking engagement, um, and I, Monica Folks is our uh, she is our procurement. And uh, manager, and she, and I hate manager, but she's our works the procurement, I guess is the best way to put it. And she also goes with me to various agencies um, or uh, various functions where they want to hear more about adventure bags and um, how to how to keep it going. And she is working towards being able to do that by herself, so that I'm not always having to go out um, because there's a lot of book work to this and Uncle Sam likes to know everything so that in itself is a full-time position um, and we also have our VP um, oh my gosh she's going to hurt me uh, Tamara Nasworthy and Tamara is a PhD um, medical she is also a very good friend of mine um, and uh, she keeps me on track health-wise because she keeps telling me, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> so um, she works very hard at spreading the word, keeping it out there, and gathering donations. She is uh, her recent um, thing, which is awesome. I never think about it. She always goes into Goodwill stores, and I want everyone to be able to know that. You can go into a Goodwill store and look for baby blankets. Um, you know, gently, or, or books for teen, or the books that we need desperately are teen tween books. Those are very, very few and far between. Again, those are at, at uh, she uh, goes by um, uh, a goodwill in various different places because she's all over a lot of counties. And she uh, is, is finding the days to go in and there's evidently there's uh, yellow day or, or anything that's yellow tagged or whatever is a discounted price so she's pretty much got it down to when she's going to different uh, different goodwills so um, it, everybody is pretty well out and looking and um, advocating for adventure bags um, and and they're they're a great group we're just still growing Mm-hmm. Well, and it, I mean, it sounds like there's a, um, for the size of your organization, I mean, a really, relatively extensive, uh, quote-unquote, staff, even though they're a volunteer staff, they are a staff, um, in addition to an executive board. So, I mean, that's really good to hear. I think that's a good foundation. Um, so what would you say right now are maybe the top three things that you feel like are holding you back or that are the most challenging for the agency or for you right now? One would be the first thing that would hit my head right off the bat would be uh, getting sponsors. You know, you can be, it can be an individual sponsoring, uh, I don't know, $10 a month or $50 a month or whatever you can afford. Um, or companies, corporate sponsorship, uh, we desperately need because it does cost to operate adventure bags. Even though nobody gets paid, there's still expenses that have to be met. Sure. Okay, so number one is sponsors. Two? Mm -hmm. uh, getting more volunteers. Okay. Um, uh, and... and once you come and visit Adventure Bags, and this is what we've heard, 
once they visit, they're like, wow, we got to keep coming back. This is the way. This is the way it goes. But um, you know, life gets in the way, and they forget about it. And that's okay. I don't want to say they forget, but you know, other things happen, and that's mm-hmm. fine. I do understand that. But getting more volunteers. I'd like to see volunteers. Uh, Steph is willing to work with people. Um, you know, after late afternoon, as late as they want to work. You know, well, I don't want to say as late as they want to work, but. <laughs> You know, um, into the evening. Exactly, into the evening, and um, in the summer she's available to uh, to do it um, during the day as well. When she's not, that's when I'm. I have to pitch in and and help out. And I shouldn't say have to, but th- I don't mean it that way. That's when I pitch in and have to do it when she can't. Okay, and the third thing. Organization of Debbie. I have to lay it on Debbie because um, bookkeeping number one is my my worst enemy. I am not. I will do a lot of things to avoid bookkeeping. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I'll clean house before I book, do bookkeeping. Uh, okay. <laughs> but um, organize, organizing myself. Uh, I could have a plan written down. Um, of what has to be done the next day. And as we were talking earlier, life happens, and as I jokingly call it, squirrel, I'm off to something else. And I don't get back to what needs to be done, and I'm back in my, uh, I call it a a hamster wheel. I'm constantly trying to catch up. So would you contend that that's... um an issue around prioritization or time management, or both? I'd have to say both. Okay. Because I want to, I want everyone, I mean, because I'm always watching emails, et cetera, and I'm always watching um, messages, et cetera, that come up. But and I, I can't focus on a lot of things at one time because I will get side, sidetracked very easily. And I I don't want anyone to feel like a volunteer may send in a um, uh, off the website. I want to volunteer. Um, I'm getting better at that, but I used to feel like I had to immediately respond to that person, you know, so mm-hmm. that they felt and know that they're important to us. But what I've learned to do there is start forwarding that email over to Stephanie so that she can she'll take care of it. Yeah, so that's that's getting better there. But when I have emails coming in from um, or or uh, something off the web saying, you know, this is such and such group, we want to get together and uh, work on a donation drive for your uh, for adventure bags. I'd like to talk to you more about it. Of course, I'm going to stop. You know, so how it just it's kind of a an ongoing thing. And that does happen quite frequently and or with phone calls. Um, I may get a new county calling me in saying, how do we get involved? How can we start receiving, um, or a new agency, I should say, how can we start receiving these bags? What do we have to do? So I coach them on that as to how it's going to work and what their responsibilities are. 
So all of it is kind of, and then by the end of the day, you're going, okay, I'm still back at number one. <laughs> right. So which of those do you want to start with? If if we were in a situation where we ran out of time during this show and couldn't get to something, um, you know, I want to make sure we prioritize these things in the way that are most helpful to you and to Adventure Bags. So which do you want to start with? Corporate sponsor support. How do I go about making them, making people, or not making, but helping people to understand or business to understand? I'm a write-off. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's an interesting um, way to think about it, right? That that you're a write-off, and so you know, it sounds like that may be um, how you perceive that they would find that the most important thing for their business, the most important reason that their business could get involved is it's a tax write-off. Yep. And what are some other reasons that corporate sponsors would want to support a not-for-profit and specifically adventure bags? Let's brainstorm that. Okay. Um, it's, it's helping with your community. It's, Okay, so let's let's reframe, right? Is is giving back locally or regionally or at a state level, right? Right. Okay. What else? Um it's a great cause and you know where your money's gonna be going. And not for Okay, so it's supporting local youth that are in crisis. Right, so we're helping a new generation. They're leaving a legacy with your agency and with these young people in crisis. What mm -hmm. else? Um, I had a lot of answers to that. Now you're making me think, <laughs> which is awesome. That's good, right? That's good. Yes, you're giving back to your communities and um, – you know where your money's going. It's not mm -hmm. going for pay to myself or anybody else. It's going strictly into the business for the kids. Um, and to me, I mean, it's, it's a feel good. You're helping kids that didn't ask for a situation. Right. And so um, I, I think that, of course, you have the passion for it. This is your agency, right? Yes. And, yes. of course, you're going to be able, that passion is going to be felt and hopefully realized and internalized by anybody that gets to hear you speak. So one part of this, one leg of this might be around helping more people hear you speak, right? So part of it is around marketing and offering to go talk to people, particularly potentially businesses, since you're talking more about corporate sponsors right now. How do you get into some local, regional, or state businesses to be able to articulate what advent who Adventure Bags is and what they do, right? So that's one part of it, because your passion is going to be contagious for other people. The other piece is what do they benefit from? And you said it is a tax write-off, but plenty of especially larger companies have a lot of ways to have tax write-offs. 
And a lot of the employees at those companies don't care about that part, right, because they're not in the books or they, they don't see that tax money coming back. That's not meaningful for them. Right. And so for the people who are not at the tippy top or running the books or, you know, the finance people, what are the other avenues? The other avenues are you're leaving a legacy. The other avenues are these children find themselves in crisis with an inability to be able to control the situation that's happening around them. And so we provide them, and I know it's all over your website and I've heard you say it, things that are theirs, right? When they've lost everything else, when the stability of their lives has been taken, when they're in this major transition, we're providing them with this bag that is theirs, and it's full of other things that are theirs. And there's comfort items in there as well as necessity items in there and even things to do in there, right? I would articulate to them and even take them through a visualization, what if this was your two-year-old? What if this was your nine-year-old? What if this was your 13-year-old? Can you imagine how much your child would appreciate receiving this bag, so this self-contained thing that they can actually carry around that is full of things that are now theirs that they can have pride in? Exactly. That is so much deeper. That is so much more heartfelt. There is so much more power in looking at it that way than looking at it as a number on a tax form. I mean, you just got done saying yourself how much you hate bookkeeping and how the the government, the tax people want to know everything. Exactly. So if that doesn't appeal to you, it's likely it doesn't appeal to all sorts of other people. That's true. Okay. So you want to hit where where it matters to people, right? And so whether it's a flood, whether it's a fire, whether it's neglect, whether it's abuse, whether it's any number of other things, homelessness, on and on and on. Oh, yeah. Adventure Bags is there to serve a kid who can't serve themselves. I like that. We are the people that help kids who can't serve themselves. We are the people that support the parents who are unable to serve the kids right now. Mm-hmm. And I would even articulate or try to help them understand because, you know, some people may counter with, well, what about their parents? Where are their parents? Or where are their legal guardians? Or where are their whatever? Well, guess what? If their house just burnt down, the parents are trying to figure out where we're going to sleep tonight. And can I get to work so that I still have money coming in? Do I have a vehicle to drive? And where are we going to get food, right? The -hmm. parents want to be worried about the kids. And they also have to worry about, gosh, 10,000 other things that may not allow them to think about that kid could really benefit from a stuffed animal right this minute. Or they're really cold because they ran out in their shorts and their T-shirts that they were sleeping in, and now it's chilly during the day and they need a blanket. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because I'm not giving so that my boss, my company, gets a tax write-off, whether that's giving of my time, my money, or my things. Mm-hmm. 
I'm giving because that's a heart-to-heart connection. I'm giving because I'd want somebody to give to me if I were in that situation. Okay. So I think you have to help them feel what the, the kids and the family feel, right? They need to feel what that would be like. So imagine that you wake up to your smoke alarm at 2 in the morning and you can't see anything and everybody's on the ground trying to crawl out of the house. And right then you make sure I have all the kids and all the pets accounted for and now all I can think about is I've lost everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Does that pull, I mean, I know you get it. But if you were somebody who's never heard of adventure bags before, doesn't that speak to you so much more powerfully than it's a tax write-off? Absolutely. Absolutely. And going on the fact that you are serving kids and that the kids can't do it for themselves. They can't do it for themselves. No. Right? So you all are providing a service the kids can't provide for themselves. And the parents may not be in a position to provide at that moment. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. The other thing that I think has always been helpful with regard to um, not-for-profits, non-profits, whatever you're raising is, what exactly does my X dollars pay for? Right, you were saying earlier that money would stay local, it would stay regional, you know where it's going. But I think it's really helpful to say if you donate five dollars, that pays for a toothbrush and toothpaste, mm-hmm. or a stuffed okay, animal, or a baby account. blanket. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it, it, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It, yeah, it because it, it's $25 to fill a bag. And so that would be really helpful for somebody to know, right? For $25, you can change a kid's life in a moment of crisis. For $100, you can change a family of four kids' lives in a moment of crisis. That makes it so much more real. And then I would argue that instead of saying, you know, uh, you know, do you uh, a dollar figure in terms of like, will you donate a hundred dollars? I would change that to how many kids' lives do you want to positively influence this week, this month, with this donation? How many kids' lives do you want to change? Exactly. What is the legacy you as an individual or you as a corporate sponsor want to leave? Hmm. Because now I'm not thinking about the dollar sign in front of it. I'm not thinking about what's in my bank account. I'm thinking about how do I help those kids? Yeah. How do I help that that infant or that toddler without the language to talk about how they're feeling? How do I help that teenager that's thinking, oh, my gosh, i got to go to school tomorrow, and whatever happened is so embarrassing, and I really don't want to talk about it, and I don't want anybody to know it, and I just need to get by? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
It changes the tenor of the conversation. It changes the power of the conversation. And it changes the, um, it makes the need more apparent. And it changes the feeling with which the individual or the corporate sponsor has for why they're doing what they're doing. Because I would articulate in most things in our world, it isn't about what we do. It's about the why behind it. Exactly. I like that. And the why here is I can benefit, I can help, I can support my neighbors, my Mm -hmm. community. You know, and and I I have a, again, you and I work together, and and my background in domestic violence, you know, I, I often say to people, like, this is your dental hygienist. Your attorney could be in a domestic violence relationship. Your, um, you know, dry cleaner could be homeless, mm-hmm. right? The same mm-hmm. is exactly true with the kids and the families that you're working with in Adventure Bags, right? Is that these exactly. people are showing up. These homeless people are showing up for work every day. These people who just lost their homes and lost everything in a fire are showing up mm-hmm. to other things every day just trying to get by. And so yeah. these are not people you don't know. These are people you know. This could have been you had A, B, or C in your life been different. It still could be you at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So how would you want to be treated if it were you? How would you want someone to think about you? How would you want to be supported? And then follow that up with your $100 donation can serve a family with four kids. Your $50 donation can serve two siblings. Your $1,000 donation could serve a neighborhood of kids that just had their entire street flood. That makes sense. Because then you painted the picture. Yeah. So that they really do know. Even though I and so many things that I'm in my head and having done this for five years now, it it it's I, why don't you understand? And I forget that people don't think that way as a general rule. You're not the newbie. You're not the newbie, right? But you're talking right. to a bunch of people who have the potential to be the newbie. Exactly. Gotcha. And then I think there's always the question of, do you and how do you recognize those sponsors, right? Some people are really uncomfortable with that. Some companies are really uncomfortable with that. They want to be able to volunteer, they want to be able to donate, and they want to stay anonymous. You know, they're, they're very uncomfortable with a public display. Some other people would love to have... Um, their picture taken and put on your website or your Facebook page. Or, you know, I used to try to get some of our major donors to get those giant um, uh, checks, you know, those presentation yeah. checks. Yes. And and then they took a picture with whether it was volunteers or me as the executive director and somebody from that agency and this big presentation check as a giant celebration and a thank you that then we put everywhere we could. Right, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, a lot of newspapers 
love to run those kinds of press releases, right? People want happy news, too. People want mm-hmm. something to celebrate. So that's great advertising for the company, the corporate sponsor, even the individual. It's great advertising for adventure bags. It's it's good sort of karma, you know, positive thoughts and feelings out in the world. But part of what has to happen is that you all have to get in the uh, the routine of either somebody fills out a form that says, here's the donation I want to make, and I want it to be automatically every month or annually or every week, or this is a one-time donation. I want to be recognized or not. Here's how I'd like to be recognized if I do. And then that way you know automatically from their very every donation you know, yes, I'm going to send a thank you card. That's a no-brainer. Or yes, I'm going to make a phone call as a thank you. That's a no-brainer. And then when I do that, I can say, I noticed that you'd love for us to be able to put this on Facebook. Do you have a Facebook page I can tag? Do you want to do a presentation check and a photo? Can we come get a photo of your business location? Or do you have a logo we can have, right? There are all sorts of options by which then you can help promote them for supporting you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And getting that on the front end is really helpful because then you can even automate those systems as Adventure Bags grow. Mm-hmm. Are those parts resonating? Is some of that making sense? Yes. Does that feel good? Yes, it does, really. It really, it, and I forget that I'm not the only one that doesn't like to be recognized for what they do. I I really don't, and I forget that other people don't as well. They do what they do because they want to, you know. Well, there could be a very personal story behind that, right? I mean, just mm-hmm. like you mentioned, one of your staff members had a sibling, I believe, that you said that had been in foster care. And so, yes. um, you know, some people are doing it in honor or memory of someone, and they're not prepared to tell that story or shine a light on a on an awful situation. Perhaps they were an abuse survivor, and they're not ready to go public in the world with that's why they are supporting your cause in the way that they are. Right? Mm-hmm. right. Um, perhaps it honors someone else, some other situation. Perhaps it honors someone else that was supportive of them when they had a situation. I mean, there are so many reasons and ways that people do the things that they do and or don't do the things that they don't do. And so, again, that doesn't necessarily mean that you wouldn't still send a thank you or make a phone call or send an email to thank them privately the question is, publicly, do you want to be acknowledged and how? Right? We would love to be able to share your support with our other, you know, friends, supporters, mm-hmm. allies. How would you most be comfortable in having us do that? And if they say, man, I don't know, I've never done this before, you know, then you could say, well, we could. Tag your page on Facebook. We could put your logo on our website. We could do a presentation check and a picture. We could, you know, and you could just run down a laundry list of the things that you're prepared to do and still maybe say, do you have another idea? Is there something that makes more sense for you? And then two other things I would articulate in that moment, always, but especially with your donors, 
is, can I come talk to your staff or your board or your whoever, right, and explain mm-hmm. what this donation has done for us? And then the prize-winning question, who else do you know that I can reach out to? Yes. Always. Who do you know that might be really interested in being a partner, being a sponsor, supporting us? Would you be willing to contact them? Is it okay if I contact them? Can I tell them that you suggested maybe they'd be interested? Okay. Because, again, being a smaller not-for-profit means there are plenty of people that don't know about you yet. Oh, yes. It's interesting. Right here in Barrow, people don't know me. In Winder, it's really funny. And then other places I go, everybody's, hey, Debbie. And I'm honestly, this is is funny to me. Some people call me the bag lady. (laughs) Yes, that is funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I notice your title is Queen V on the website, which I love. That's super fun. <laughs> That's what Sherry put down. I, she says, you do everything, so you are the Queen B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but saying to them, who do you know? Are you willing to reach out to them? Is it okay if I reach out to them, et cetera, et cetera, now creates this web of friends a web of allies, people who are working together on your behalf. Lots of organizations are moving to a process. I know the United Way is, um, gosh, the king of this. But Mm -hmm. lots of other agencies are moving to a place where someone can make a donation to an agency through their payroll check automatically. And then sometimes the, the, the agency, the corporation, the organization will match it or match a percentage of it or something like that. You know, that Mm -hmm. may be something that you try to move towards. So if an agency comes forward and says, if an organization, a a corporate sponsor, whatever that is, we'd like to support you, you could say, okay, that's great. Here's the ways we can. Can I come speak to your staff? Are you willing to do payroll deductions? Are you willing to match payroll deductions? Do you want to do a one-time donation? Do you want to do a a monthly, a quarterly, an annual donation, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You could go on and on, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And then I think the other piece of this is maybe even um, starting to have a conversation around what does any particular financial contribution do for them? So most people do this for events. Say you have a 5K, right? Mm -hmm. And the sponsor that gives $100 gets their name on the T-shirt. And then the right. sponsor that gives $250 gets the name on the T-shirt and um, their Facebook page tagged on your Facebook page. And then 500 they get this, and 1000 they get this, right, and it goes on and on. The same can be true for your whole organization. Hmm. So you would never... get your logo on our website. You would get um, – yeah, you need to decide that, but – you know, mentions on a banner that we take to every place that we do a public speaking engagement. Um, you know, information in the bag, a pamphlet about your services in the bag. Who knows what, right? I, you know, you have to think through what makes sense for you. I don't, I don't want to spell that out, but um, 
I think I think any one of these things, and then once you get that wheel greased and moving, that you could move into some of those other things. Okay. So you is may. there one of them that you want to agree to or commit to start doing right away to testing it out? Uh, yes. Reaching out to um, a couple of the places around here um, in, in Barrow, uh, not to exclude any of the other counties because I do that as well, but around here that know where we are and can come down and and see and speak with them one-on-one. So you want to reach out to some local businesses, ask to maybe speak with their staff. You know, here's another idea, too. Are they willing to have a department or the, all the staff or some group of people or the leadership or the who knows who, right? It depends on the, the, the organization, the group, the corporate corporation. Are they willing to donate some of the staff members' time? So maybe one hour during one work day, they all come to your facility and bag stuff. Right. So that isn't a financial contribution. You know, somebody says, man, we really can't afford it. Okay, I get that. Can you afford to send your staff for an hour, one day, for one hour, one day this month? Mm-hmm. Right? With the yep. sense that, you know, you're paying their payroll anyway. This is not an additional expense. It is the the volunteering, the donation of time. And look at it this way then. Maybe they get to really like you all, and the word of mouth gets out. That's excellent. Maybe you get mm-hmm. some of those individuals to keep coming back as volunteers. Maybe some of those individuals donate financially or of their time in the future. Maybe the organization finds a way to do a fundraiser for you, right? Because like you just said, once you get them in the door, they're sold. you got to get them in the really, door. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people have said, packing the bag means all makes all the difference in the world. And sometimes Debbie too we forget that we just need to ask for what we need. So sometimes the ask is can you share on Facebook that we need volunteers? Or can you share that you came and volunteered and what your experience was like? Can you share our Facebook page? Can you share our website? Can you share our mission? Can mm-hmm. you tell your friends? Can you tell your colleagues? Right? Because Mm -hmm. here's the thing. A word of mouth from my friend or colleague, somebody I trust, respect, and admire matters so much more than some billboard I saw. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the more people you can get, the more individuals, the more corporations, but looking at the corporations in terms of individuals, the more individuals you can get in that web, the bigger your web gets. And then they tell people who tell people who tell people who tell people, and now the web is exponentially larger. Yes. Okay. You've got me excited. <laughs> and I'm well, excited thing. about going and talking to groups. <laughs> well, and, and I think privately that's something maybe you and I could even work on, is what is what does that public speaking look like? Because – that's one thing I get a lot of positive reviews about, right? 
People say mm-hmm. I can sell ice to Eskimos. I'm not entirely sure that's true, but I can get people to do stuff generally. Mm-hmm. If I'm face-to-face with them and we're in a public speaking situation, mm-hmm. I can get people fired up about things. I wish I could I could hire you to to help with adventure backs <laughs> as in well, speaking. No, no, this yeah, one, like I'm I said, saying. we'll we'll talk <laughs> offline, but you are the face of that agency. We've got to get you to a place where you're comfortable and you're really excited about it. Because when you're burned out, when you're frustrated, when all that stuff is happening, everybody else feels that from you. Period and a discussion. So when you're passionate and you're motivated, you're fired up and you're saying, "Man, this is where we're going." And you're missing out if you're not on board. People want to get on board, right? Yes. They can sense that as much as they can sense anybody's frustration or fear or a scarcity model, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've been saying in the world, and I've posted on my Facebook page, I am my, my list is growing, but let me tell you. So I started out with I want to live in the land of abundance, right? And then Mm -hmm. I started having goosebumps in this business. Certain things started happening in my coaching business that absolutely just gave me goosebumps. And I have always loved my jobs, but I never had goosebumps like this before. And so then I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, now I want to live in the land of abundance and goosebumps. And then Candace (laughs) Payne, that woman with the Chewbacca mask came out, right? And all, I mean, people, that went viral in a millisecond because people loved her genuine joy and that heartfelt completely authentic laughter, right? We don't get enough of that. And so then I thought, okay, now I want to live in abundance and goosebumps and laughter. Candace Payne like laughter, right? Yeah. And then it just keeps growing. So I've also added to the list and faith and gratitude. I want to live in the land of abundance, goosebumps, Candace Payne like laughter, faith and gratitude. Because then I get to be excited and I get to be motivated, and I get to be challenged, and I get to have fun, and I still get to be humble, and I get to know that it's bigger than me. Yes. And so You're I wonder if you could... <laughs> Say that again? You're giving me goosebumps. Well, good. Good, good, good. That's great. This is the fire, right? This is the gas on the fire. And so I would encourage you to start really thinking about, maybe put notes around your house. What is the land you want to live in? What are the words that resonate for you? Because my words probably aren't your words, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, start hanging around your house, in your car, wherever you are, the background picture on your phone, who knows what, your computer. What are your words? What is the land you want to live in? Because here is what I know to be true. Our brains look for experiences, feelings, data, information that supports what we already believe, so if I believe that the, that there is scarcity in the world, if I believe that things are hard, if I believe that uh, nobody wants to donate their money and nobody wants to volunteer and blah, 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 then I am going to look for all sorts of experiences and information and data that supports those thoughts and supports those views and perceptions of the world. But if I also start believing, man, Everybody wants to volunteer. People are doing the very best they can. They want to give back in their community. They just need to figure out how. People want to be engaged. They want to be motivated. They want to be a part of their community. They want to give back. They want to leave a legacy. And I am the opportunity for them to do all those things. 
then you're going to start seeing and finding data and experiences and situations that prove that's true. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like, <laughs> here's a very simple analogy. It's just like if you see a car that you're thinking about buying, do you not see that car everywhere? You may yes. have never noticed that car before. But now you spot a car that's really sharp, and you're thinking, I really want to buy that car. And now, because you're thinking about that car, they're everywhere. You notice yes. it everywhere. Yes. Because your brain is has this new pathway now that's looking for that data, and it finds it. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact thing about all the other things that you think. And what you think leads to your feelings. So, again, if you think scarcity, if you think there are no volunteers and there's no money and there's no support and nobody wants to help me, then that's going to make you feel a certain way, like things are difficult and it's hard and how am I failing and this really stinks and I don't have any support and blah, 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 blah. And then you feel really bad about it and then everybody else senses your feelings because of your thoughts. So if we change the thoughts, we change the feelings. We change the thoughts, we look for other situations that fit those new thoughts. Now all of a sudden you're on a mountain. Now you're like, man, I can take on the world. We might have given out a thousand bags in the last three months, but I'm giving out a thousand bags this month, and I'm going to find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? And then that as inspires everybody else to it. want to help you make those thousand bags. Exactly. So we're about out of time, and we only talked about one of these things. The other thing I'd strongly encourage you to do, and this is likely to happen when you really start recruiting good sponsors, like if your intention is to recruit some great sponsors, individuals and corporate, but you're open Mm -hmm. to the fact that some of those people may not have money to donate, but they may have time to donate, you're going to get some really good volunteers out of that group, right? And maybe one of those volunteers, what you put out into the world is, I need a bookkeeper, because, frankly, bookkeeping sucks me dry. Bookkeeping <laughs> is not my bliss. It's not my zen. It's not what I'm excellent at. I avoid it at all costs. And is it not the way that I am best able to serve my own organization? Mm-hmm. And you know what? Someone or some people are going to come along and say, it is so weird you say that because I love bookkeeping. I would give up doing everything else to be able to bookkeep. It is so much fun. I love that detail. I love when all the numbers work out. I love when everything balances. I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) Yes. And my, wouldn't that change your feeling about what your workday looks like every day? If you found someone that you trusted, now you'd have to vet them clearly, but you find someone you trust. You ask for their for references or for testimonials of other work they've done like that, and you say, listen, let's try this for a month, or let's try this for three months, whatever it is. You keep copies of all the documentation, so heaven forbid that person goes haywire or disappears, whatever else. You could back it mm-hmm. up. You could get back to it. But if you could release that anchor, that weight, that, like, brick tied to your ankle, Mm-hmm. How would you then spend that time and energy? How would your heart be different? How would your mind be different? How would the time you spent be different? Letting that person create an automated system to make this happen. Letting that person say, just give me copies of all your receipts. I'll take care of it. That would be a bolder 
lifted off of me. Trust me. It would change a everything. A huge boulder lifted. So right now, I think the information that you have to put out into the world is, we want you. We want you as an individual sponsor. We want you as a corporate sponsor. We want you as an individual volunteer. We want you as corporate volunteers. We want an accountant or a bookkeeper. We have very small needs, and we have medium needs, and we have large needs. And you are a puzzle piece in our puzzle. Let's figure out where you fit. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I do when I, I talk with a volunteer. What do you like to do? There's a lot of things that happen here, but what do you like to do? That's usually my my stand when I talk to, to anyone there. But that's talking to them as individuals, and that's great once you get them in the door. What mm-hmm. I'm trying to articulate here is the way that you market it. Okay. Wow. I could so more focus on speaking with others if that were li- uh, specifically book bookkeeping. I can't even talk. Were lifted. Yeah. And my guess is you spend more time thinking about how much it's going to suck to sit down and do the bookkeeping than you Uh even do on the bookkeeping, right? Like if you really logged your work time, quote, unquote, you're spending Uh more time thinking about how much that's going to stink than you are even doing it, which then altogether is wasting all kinds of time. Yep. And I do. I will. I. I, Yeah, I do. (laughs) Well, let me see. Yeah, I do. Um, I am a procrastinator when it comes to that, which is another very good talk show that that you guys have. (laughs) Well, and here's the thing. You know, this is a very simple thing. But uh, what I'm doing, I have two different businesses, right? I have uh, my life and business coaching business, and I have a, a network marketing business. And I have two very small separate accordion files. And all I do is right now, the thing that I'm most concerned about is I save the receipt and I write on the top what it is and I shove it in the month that it happened. That takes seconds. That takes seconds. Yes. In the grand scheme of things. Yes. And then I have it scheduled that one time at the end of every month, I will go into an Excel spreadsheet and update just that month's receipt. I pull out that stack from each accordion file. I open those two spreadsheets. I put it in, and I'm done. Oh. So it doesn't have to weigh on my mind every day all the time, every week all the time. So I, like I said, I save the receipt. I write at the top what it is because, you know, when you go to Walmart or, you know, wherever else, it's, like, all abbreviated on there what it is. So I mark the things that are office supplies or, you know, needs or bag components, whatever it is you're tracking, mileage, Jot it on the top of the receipt, throw it in the accordion file in the month, schedule an hour or two at the end of every month, enter it in the spreadsheet, and you're done. It doesn't have to be time-consuming. It doesn't have to be. 
Okay. And how much easier when you do find, not if, when you find an accountant or somebody to do this bookkeeping, how much easier is it going to be for them if that's the case? Hmm. I don't even know the answer to that. It's going to be way easier, <laughs> right? I mean, like, I don't know that I can put a number on it, but if you were paid and you knew what your per hour rate was, and you could say, here's how much money I have spent just dreading doing the accounting, <laughs> just dreading it. Here's how much money it's cost this agency in dreading it and doing it. Oh, and you I would start be putting that out into the world, and the next thing you know, a bookkeeper, an accountant, or a, somebody that works at a bank, or you know who knows who, is going to come and say, man, this would take me 15 minutes once a month. <laughs> how do we do it? Right? Right? Uh -huh. I mean, You went away. So that's about putting it out there, putting it out there, putting it out there, putting it out there. And I would argue law of attraction, right? I truly believe in the law of attraction. So what you spend your time, energy, and attention on expands, gets attracted to your life. Yes. And so if you put out into the world, I need individuals and corporate support, and I need an accountant or a bookkeeper, and you start telling everybody you know. In really happy, positive ways, not, man, it really stinks, and I absolutely dread doing this bookkeeping. I just need somebody to take it over. No, 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 no. We're growing. We're expanding. I need help. And I know yeah. there's just the right person out there, and I just haven't found them yet. Do you know anyone? Yes. What a different frame that is. It sure is. It's just like, well, if you say, yeah, if you believe it, it happens. Yeah. If you keep well, like it, like I just said, right? If you think about it, if you create that new space in your brain for it, you're going to find it. Yeah. So it's always the lens through which you're viewing it. Now, that isn't to say there aren't difficult months financially or with donations or it's time to get audited or you know whatever that situation is. There are going to be difficult times. But the mm. but the the way is to not live in the difficulty. The answer is not to focus on the problem. The answer is to focus on the solution. The answer is to focus on how am I articulating to the universe and the world and my community what I need mm -hmm. in a way that they want to help me find it and get it and make it better. Yeah. Which I have to say is why adventure bags exploded like it did. I wasn't worried. I I put it out there. I'm not going to stress about not having enough supplies. It'll mm -hmm. come. It will. Yeah. And it did. And it still continues to. So you have given me. So now, if you feel. If you feel good about the supplies that are coming in, now we need to get the people, right, to create mm -hmm. the infrastructure for which we can, like you just said, it's growing and you want it to grow, right? You're not trying to stay where you are. You want it to grow. So now the Absolutely. infrastructure needs to grow. And the infrastructure right this minute is the people and the money. Yep. And I would argue those two things are going to go hand in hand. Uh, yeah, they do, most definitely. 
Okay, so what I heard you say earlier, a little bit earlier, is you're going to start reaching out to some of the local business and industry and explaining mm -hmm. who you are and asking for their support. And you're going to have to come up with a list of ways they can support so that people can jump in wherever they're comfortable, wherever it makes sense for them, right? And then yes. once you have them on board for a while, hopefully they'll grow and grow and or you can push them a little bit out of their comfort zone to, to the next level of financial donation, the next level of time commitment, whatever that looks like. You can push and push. Is there mm -hmm. anything else that makes sense for you to start doing right now? Exactly what we just got through talking about. Stop thinking about what I don't like to do and put it out there that I know I don't like this, so who can, who, where can I, where can I get the help? Who out there wants to help? Mm -hmm. Changing my thought process. And with process. the energy, right, and with the energy and the passion and the motivation that you have about this agency, right? People don't mm -hmm. join things that seem desperate. People join things that are positive and that are moving and that are growing and that are exciting and fun. Because there are a million ways people could spend that hour or that dollar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You want them to choose you, an adventure bag. Yes. Most definitely. Okay. You so right now I you're committing to reaching out to people, explaining mm -hmm. what it is you need from a bookkeeper to individual and corporate sponsors to time donation to word-of-mouth advertising, Facebook posts and promotions, website promotions, all that stuff. Right now that feels like a best fit for you. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And could you and commit maybe to getting an accordion file that you'll just throw your receipts or your expenses, whatever you're tracking in monthly? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So that Absolute. if somebody comes along and says, I'll do it, you can say, great, <laughs> here. Here you go. <laughs> and I've got right not over. an accordion file. I've got files that uh, that's where I stuff them in monthly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. As long as you have a way to do that mm -hmm. that is easy so that you'll do that part. And then yes. you just touch base with the person once or twice a month. Here's the new file. Let me know when you're done. <laughs> yes. And if it's an that, Excel spreadsheet or who in, QuickBooks, whoever's doing it, you might say to them, when you finish every month, can you send me the file? That way it just doesn't get lost. If something happens to your computer or my computer or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can. Or maybe you and your board chair. I mean, I, you know, you have to think about your infrastructure, but that, that it's a couple places. So if, heaven forbid, like I said, that accounting bookkeeping person disappears or goes haywire or you get sick or – your board mm -hmm. chair quits or whatever happens, there's some fallback. There's some plan B, right? Right. you got to have plan B. You have to be able, especially when it has to do with, as you said, taxes and numbers and money and finances and, you know, wanting to articulate nobody's stealing anything. There isn't a misappropriation of funds or a misuse of, of products, you know, any of those things. So you want a couple right. people to be able to have their eyes on it and be balancing those things. Exactly, and not just mine. Nobody wants to do it, but that's okay. Shut up, Debbie. See, I just went backwards again. That's exactly right, and you caught yourself, so that's the first step. You caught yourself. Yes, I did. 
It's not at all that nobody wants to do it. You just haven't found the person yet. And so let's even change that from, so you said nobody wants to do it. My middle frame is you haven't found the person yet. Where you want to be is I'm looking for them. Mm-hmm. And to even frame who that is. I'm looking for somebody who's motivated and organized and excited and wants to do this work and easy to work with. Mhm. I like that. It will okay. work. Yes. It is absolutely going to work, and you're looking for the right person for the job. Yes, I am. And they're out there, and they may be just listening, actually. That's so. exactly right. And that's an interesting piece about this, too, right? In this world, in this day and age, it could be anybody in the world to help you. It doesn't have to be somebody local. Mm-hmm. In this day and age with the technology that exists, mm-hmm. it could be anyone. It could be anywhere, yes. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yes, ma'am. You have given me All a right. lot of uh, good stuff, and I know where to start. Is it, That's even more important. <laughs> yeah. I know where well, to start. Well, and that's why, yeah, you got the next closest step. That's what you have to exactly. think about. What is the next closest step? Because that way you won't get overwhelmed either. Right? You have this exactly. big dream, and that's great. You have to keep your eye on the prize. You've got to keep your eye on that, that checker flag, that big dream, that the top mm-hmm. of that mountain. But right now the question is, what is the next step? What is the next closest step to getting to there? I've got to be able to see the big picture, but I've also got to be able to take the day-to-day action that it's going to take to get there, one step at a time. Yep. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, I wanted to thank you for being on the show today. This has been fun and amazing. Can you remind everybody how they could get in touch with you and find Adventure Bag? Absolutely. You can go on the web and see our web page at uh, Adventure Bags. It, it, I'm sorry, Adventure Bags with an S. dot org. O R G. Or and you'll learn a lot more about Adventure Bags there. I'd love to hear from you at 678-425-0316. And we're also on Facebook, Adventure Bags. So there's a lot of ways to catch me. Please do look forward to hearing from any uh, from everyone. That sounds great. And for anybody who wants to reach out and chat with me, uh, you can email me at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, at groundedvisioncoaching.com. I'm on Facebook at Grounded Vision and Twitter at Grounded Vision. So I'd love to hear from you. Please listen to the show. Share it with your friends, your family, your colleagues. Rate it uh, on iTunes and the website. Write a review. We love, love, love that. Love to get that feedback. And I hope to hear from you all soon. My next shows will be on July 7th and July 21st at 10 a.m., so I also hope that you'll come back and listen. Until we speak again, be kind to yourself and be kind to one another, and have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.